Good morning Hi. and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Akasha, and I'm here with our special guest, Ari. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Uh, what I put in the tea. Yeah, <laughs> like, what is in the tea so today? It's, um, it's actually a Native American blend. Uh, it's called Good Medicine, which is one of my favorite teas. I love it's this tea. Tasty. It's like so holistically incredible, nutrient. Like, I can't even speak today, but nutritious is what i mean to say yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and like it's like chicken soup yeah, yeah. yes but like in a sweet tea version and it's very wholesome i put some um agave but i think because it was in the container the mm. canteen yeah. carrying it here i also feel a little bit like you know it has a little metal to it yeah i'm just okay. like it's okay it's though okay. It's, like, it, it's, it's blending it's blending yeah. for us but <laughs> that's what the tea is giving in case y'all are wondering what it is yeah but yeah like mcdonald's sweet tea but uh, elevated. What happened? It's like very McDonald's sweet tea, but like elevated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like I haven't yeah. had it, so I don't. I'm not really sure, but now I feel like I need to yeah. just know. Yeah. <laughs> to it's just be aware good. of it's it. It's a dollar. It's pretty <laughs> cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm so excited. We were just yeah. talking about before how, you know, I wanted you to come on here for yeah. a minute. And time has come. Yeah, we finally made the time. It's like you know, I remember when I started doing like. The recording the podcast here and you were one of the people one of the first people in my head i was like oh, i want to have Ari on oh thank you great. such an honor yeah thank you so no, much. for sure for sure it's like you know i have some friends that are on social media and on social media and you happen to be one of those that i'm like i understand fully why you're off social media but i'm also like the world is deprived of more Ari oh, content please. and i feel like <laughs> the world needs a little dose of you so it's like it's cool that you're on here and we get to talk about the two things in which we talk about often. Yeah. And it's like, truly. you know, anime and being a half-breed. So, like, just to classify being a half-breed, what mm -hmm. does that mean? Word. It's like being two or multiple different ethnicities. And that's something that we both kind of like, oh, word, you like, you know, we all get that same, that, like, similar look. You know, a mixed yeah. person knows a mixed person. Mm -hmm. like, I looked at you, mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like... I feel like we are we are same. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some there's some there. I feel like, like you're you looked at me and you're like, I feel like you're a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't understand your identity yet. <laughs> like, oh my god. No, like I, I resonate with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We live life on the fast the fast lane. Mm -hmm. And we get to learn. We get to learn like the different ways to like <laughs> the different ways to explore different parts of ourselves. Like I feel like growing up, you know, I I grew up thinking that I was solely just Colombia. my mom was born and raised in Colombia. moved out here in her like mid-20s and my father was born and raised on Staten Island and like for generations on Staten Island and the descendants of what I believe to only be Italian people and roots and I like came to find me before I did my blood test before I like learned all these different things and you know I, there was like a person in my, our family that ended up telling my father that like my italian roots actually came from syria and like it's like this whole long line of things that like, there's in syria things were popping off in syria they were like we gotta go they went to the town of montaltos which is my last name in, cool. in, in Italy, they were like, this is our last name now. Boom. They it means high it mountain. Yeah, and then I'm sure they, like, you know, they slept with people out there. So I'm Italian. Boom. Syrian, Italian. It's like, it get, it's, I get it. Like, it's really interesting because a few times I've went to, and not just one deli, but multiple delis. I've went to delis, and they're like, are you Syrian? And I'm like, nah. I'm like, I'm this and I'm this and whatever. And 
And then one time that I remember after my dad told me, uh, I was like, uh, I think I was like in my early teens when my dad told me, like the woman was like calling the house and telling him the story. And uh, yeah, I, like, I went to the house and I was like, actually, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> you know, I, th I think you guys are on the sun. They always said because my eyebrows, because I would like, they always say my Syrian eyebrows. So thank Syrian you. I appreciate it. I love it. But yeah, like growing up like that and like just like not knowing, like, okay, like I didn't have that Italian like family in Brooklyn that like, okay, I have the Sunday sauce and like yeah. it's like super like gumad type, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I didn't have that kind of experience growing yeah. up. Unfortunately, and I did. Okay. My mom is a super Italian Sunday sauce. House clean every day. Don't know why she's cleaning it, but <laughs> it's the Italian lady. Mm -hmm. She fucking, you know, she's got a crazy-ass accent. My grandma is from Staten Island. You know, she was born here. My, her grandparents, like, came here from Italy, like, through Ellis Island and all this crazy shit. Oh. So it's like, you know, but my dad is Puerto Rican, you know. And I'm, I don't really, you know, talk to my dad's family or whatever. So that's where it comes from where it's like, you know, I, like, I sure, like, because I don't look... Italian, like I look some sort of Spanish. Yeah. So you definitely people look will, more Puerto Rican. Yeah, people a doubt. will ask me, you know, do you speak Spanish? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, I could go to the deli and be like, can I have some gabagool? Can I have a half pound gabagool, please? The <laughs> Italian shit, the important shit, please. The stinky, <laughs> the stinky meat. Yeah, that's what that's what I could do. Yeah, but you know, it's hard because you know, uh, like Italians aren't, you know, especially old school Italians. They're not really the most accepting people. They're pretty intolerant. Yeah, so it's, like, crazy. But it's, uh, you know, like, I, like, only grew up around, like, Italian women. Like, a mm -hmm. lot of the men in my family, like, passed away really early. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, there's just not a lot of them. Like, there's so many more women in my family than there are men. Mm -hmm. And I low-key am, like, a little appreciative of that. Because, like, I never got that toxic Italian masculinity, you yeah. know. But it's al it was always just, like, I guess you could say it's even, like, toxic femininity you know mm -hmm. where like you have to be if you're a woman you have to be clean if you're a woman you know you have to be pretty you have to you know like i started getting my eyebrows waxed when i was nine years old because you know i was considered too hairy mm -hmm. you know and that shit's crazy you mm -hmm. know a nine-year-old girl getting fucking hair ripped out of her face yeah it's like first of all with our kind of genetics like the combination of of any kind of Latin, Spanish, and, and Italian. It's like, you, yeah. you, we're hairy. That's thick, it. The, thick and hairy. Absolutely. Without yeah. a doubt. And it's like, I remember looking forward, like, um, like almost being excited to, like, I, I was so, like, brainwashed in a way of, like, what I needed to do. Like, I felt like I wanted to shave earlier. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I need to do this. Like, yeah. I want to do this sooner because I can't wait to not, be called Harry. Yeah. Like I can't wait to not have it on me. Yeah. Because like this is something that's super insecure. Like when I would like, you know, if your shirt would ride up and like on your back, if you had it in the school, you get made fun of mm -hmm. or whatever whatever the case and there's so many different spectrums of that. Like I really resonate with that and right. identify with that. Like being the hairy when I like if I let my eyebrows go, like I'm gonna have a unibrow. My mom was bleaching my lip until like yeah. when I was mad young, like Again, this, shit and the thing was, it wasn't even white. It was like bleach, so that shit was just like white, yellow, yellow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now that I think back to it, I forgot. I remember I was so, I was so. My mustache probably came in like first, second grade, and I was like, Ma, like, what is? What can like, we do something about this? Looking you know? at yourself in the mirror, like, how yeah. 
how did I get hairy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I woke up one day and I was just covered in hair. It's just everywhere how did it again. Happen? For real. And it's just I, I feel like <laughs> well, it's like a slow probably certain I didn't think anything, you know, just like and that's something that society like really, really it shows us it's like I didn't think anything was wrong with the hair until I was getting made fun of it. Yeah. Until you, you know? go to school. Until you until you hit like middle school and mm-hmm. someone's like, Yo, why do you look like it's always like you look like a gorilla or like mm, yeah, Chewbacca like something, or something, something like, like and I'm just like bro I'm warm I don't know about you mm-hmm. but like mm, I'm, I'm warm, warm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cozy right Word. now like. I was like you're you have seven jackets on mm-hmm. I'm living my best so I have like, a light I have a light windbreaker yeah. and hair a, I have a, body. A, a spring coat if you will <laughs> like it's so crazy it's like i feel like i've went through different stages of liberating myself from that shame as an adult where i'm like i'll go x amount of time without shaving mm-hmm. and i'm just like okay like you know even if i'm going out, i'm like I'm, I'm not gonna sit here i'm not going to be i'm not the radicalist that's gonna take my armpit hair and throw it in your face yeah, you know but i'm also not the person who's gonna be like all right well i need to shave for this event like no if i want to i do if i don't i don't but it took a long time to get there because mm-hmm. of the the shame and like embarrassment yeah. of literally just being in my natural self. Mm-hmm. Just it lives there. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Exactly. It's, it's like the, well, it's a false expectation of women in general to look a certain way and be a certain way, be polished and hairless. Yeah. Yeah. Only so. and then like uh, if you really think about that shit, it's only because uh, like all these companies like in the fifties they wanted to sell razors to women because mm-hmm. they weren't selling razors to women because mm-hmm. women didn't shave their legs and then they came out with all these like marketing campaigns and like all this like advertising bullshit that it's like look how sexy you are with no leg hair mm-hmm. and meanwhile like you're shaving your legs and now like when you don't shave them that like you see the hair so much it's so much thicker now because your hair was just hair the leg was just hairless mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. whatever it's just, it all goes back to like it's all such. De- it's like it's like Shrek. Like ogres, ogres are like onions. Mm-hmm. They have layers. Like it all goes way <laughs> deep. <laughs> no, it really is, and and exactly, and that's a great point. Like talking about like the marketing marketing strategy. Like not only it being like oh, okay, here's something that's beneficial, but like here's something we're gonna like low key shame you about, mm-hmm. like so that you can get like manipulated into purchasing products, and that's mm-hmm. something I feel like goes a lot um, unnoticed in the if unless you're in marketing you yeah. know, or aware of it, mm-hmm. or, like, diving deep into layers and topics. If you're just, like, a innocent bystander walking into a store, like, and you're just being manipulated by the store and, mm-hmm. like, the, um, what is the word with the C? Uh, Consumer? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's surrounding you. Yeah. You I'm ever, like, uh, you ever see that movie? It's called They Live. It's a John Carpenter movie. Came mm-hmm. out in, like, 84, 1984. Uh, it's about, like, how, it, like, low-key boils down to, like, how all these, like, aliens are really, like, like uh they are consumerism like they created consumerism to like manipulate like society and humans and how like the one percent was really like aliens but it's cool you know there's a 15 minute fight scene in it uh roddy piper is the main character it's really cool i have it on dvd i'll bring it over one day i'm definitely on the watch you're the second person that mentioned this in a a matter of 24 hours like really (laughs) it's really good (laughs) yeah my friend of mine i was talking about fucking he's like i'm I'm almost positive if i'm not mistaken that he mentioned this too because i was talking about and uh john carpenter is a uh he's a really great composer so all the music in it is super cool it's like super 80s oh cool yeah yeah i want to get a list of movies that I should watch from you. In I'll p- just in like uh, lend you a bunch of DVDs. I usually like all the movies that I like. I like buy on DVD just because I like to have them on the shelf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. That's something. It's like yo, know, like the little things. 
that you can appreciate in just being unplugged where you don't need I mean yes you technically need electricity to like play these things yeah but like to not be plugged into the internet where it's like I feel like people forget that you can still do things like that like you can still watch a dvd you can still play a video game that you have the cart like the cartridge or the cd for you know and um it's something I feel like just feels good when you do it. Like, yeah. it reminds you of, like, growing up and not being plugged into the big interweb and just, like, yeah. anything kind of going, just, like, that instant gratification. Like, you have to wait till the CD settles in. You got to wait yeah. till you hear that, you know? I love that, though. Like, I was I was in FYE a week ago or something yeah, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah, and I was, like, in the DVD section. I was like, oh, I want to get this, I want to get that one. I actually talked myself out of it just because I have it, I don't have my system right now, but I need to go get it from my my mother's apartment. Mm-hmm. I have my, like, PlayStations and stuff that I need to plug in. So, But I wanted to watch, like, this movie, like, soon. So I'm like, all right, let me just do that. But now I'm like, oh, I should have went back. I didn't get it. But it's okay. Like, the I could cool always thing go back. Is, like, I, um... I'm a little cheap, so I buy uh, regular DVDs. I don't mm-hmm. buy Blu-rays or anything because they're like five bucks. So. Yeah. And uh, the best place to go and get movies is Barnes and Noble because they always have a big ass bin of like three dollar movies. Mm. Just shove your arm in there, and whatever you pull out, it's a journey. It's a ride. It's for fun. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a blind a blinded like yeah. blockbuster situation. Or and like sometimes Red they Box. have like some bangers in there. You know. Cool. That's why I didn't even know Blockbuster had it. Like the one on the island? No, Barnes & Noble, yeah. I mean, Barnes & Noble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always like, well, there's always like a CD (laughs) section. Like uh, in the recent years, they put vinyls in there and shit Mm -hmm. that they sell. But like the DVDs are there. They're still there. Mm, I didn't know that they were still existing over there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, you don't know unless you're looking for it. Unless you come across it. Good information. Yeah, like and thrift stores, thrift stores, you know, they <laughs> always thrift stores. They have great. Uh, I got a fucking VHS of Silence of the Lambs from a, <laughs> a Florida. Uh, I think it was a Goodwill. It's got it for like a dollar. Word. Yeah, it like sits on my. I'm like staring at it all the time. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> do you have Do you have a VHS player? No, I oh. just bought it because it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I have I have one somewhere still. Yeah, I'm sure my grandma has one, like, the in the sound, attic. The sound of that. Like, I remember there's nothing, like, I was talking about it with my sister the other day. There's nothing, like, sliding your finger down all of the VHSs or DVDs. Mm-hmm. That's, like, I rem- that's childhood, you know? Like, I remember, like, like, sliding my finger down, like, smelling the, like, dust and plastic from it and just, like, you know, picking that. Okay, what movie are we going to watch? Like, that was the only way to watch movies, yeah. like, unless you just came across the movie that happened to be on TV? TV that just, you know, but it's so interesting how we're like, it's so, it's so different. Everything's yeah. Netflix, something everything's streaming I, services. Something I really miss is uh, the, the VHS rewinder where you would put the, the VHS in the thing and it would rewind it for you. Cause when I was a kid, I would like stand over it, like and watch it rewind the tape and like watch one side get bigger. And I'd be like, it's done. <laughs> And then I go <laughs> throw it in the VHS. <laughs> I didn't have one of those. I just had, I would just click the rewind. Yeah, or you could do it manually. You remember when they used to do that? Where they would turn it yeah, and redo it manually? I'd, I don't, I don't, I remember. People like, are crazy who would do that. Would just fuck their Why? VHS. Why? Like, up. I would just literally click rewind on the on the VHS know, yeah, machine. Yeah, I would just, like, listen to the It would be mad fast. Right. I would sit there, I'd be mad impatient. I would either watch it. 
I remember watch it backwards. Yeah, I would watch it backwards and like, you know how it would be like squiggly, Mm -hmm. you know, it would be like that. Or I would be like, all right, I can't take this too mentally stimulating. Like it's like overwhelming me and I would like hit stop and then rewind it because then it's just like the blue screen or the black screen. Yeah. Yeah, And then you're just like, and it's done. You're like, all right. We're ready. Yeah, we're, we're ready. We're, to watch we're the ready. Live action Flintstones movie. Again. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> ready for the Jungle Book. Right yeah, now. We're, <laughs> we're in it. We're here for it. And yes, <laughs> I remember when I was uh, what I lived in a tent for a summer when I was um, fifteen, I believe. It was a fifteen. I think it was fourteen, and um, I was I was going to I was in New York High School at the time. Wow, rough. <laughs> and I well, I, well, I was it was in between like because it was the summer, and uh, I dad I sold weed out of this out of this uh, tent that's like that was that was my <laughs> that was my tent. It no, was like hot. it was community. It was like it was in like generally like a big operation. It was very much like just my friends and just like support system of myself. And uh, <laughs> I remember going in my tent one day, and my dad had put like this little TV. It was like this big. Aww. It was like my old one growing up that was in my room, mm-hmm. this little tiny one, and it had the VHS in it. So then I would just like smoke and just watch like VHSs. And that was Except like. people come knocking on the tent. It would be like, I was like, you just hear Alice in Wonderland in the background, like. Zzz. Just a, a peaky hole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, so interesting, like the nostalgia. Yeah. But yeah, getting back into uh, the different topics that we're talking about, you know. Getting into anime a little yeah, bit, let's you know. Do that, yeah. So, what do you feel like appeal made you, you know, attracted to and pursuing your anime interests? Um, here's here's the real deal, the raw the raw explanation. Uh, one time, I was I was little. I was probably like ten or eleven, and I wake up and it's like three o'clock in the morning, on Adult Swim. What's playing? Inuyasha. Watched, I watched the episode where they, uh, it was like the first episode that Kohaku was introduced, where like you kind of were meeting Sango, and it was like when he gets like possessed by Naraku, and they like meet him in a castle. It's like in like the first season. And I remember mm-hmm. watching that shit, and I was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, why does that kid have ears on his head? <laughs> What, what like this bitch has a boomerang? <laughs> what is this guy? This guy making all these passes at the women. I was like, this is gross. But also, I was like, it's colorful. It's three a.m. <laughs> and I'm I'm hooked. So uh, pretty much up until they stopped showing Inuyasha on Adult Swim, like for, at three a.m. I think it was one a.m. One a.m. and five a.m. Uh, I watched it. I, I would I would set an alarm on my little like like keyboard phone like it was like a like a nokia type shit i would send an alarm for five o'clock in the morning every day and i would wake up and watch inuyasha and then i would watch voltron and then i would sleep for 20 minutes and then my mom would come in my room and wake me up for school every single day it i just love it it's so colorful it's fun it doesn't take itself too seriously you know like and it's a good time you know the power of friendship truly <laughs> yeah, where that's like pretty much a narrative of like most, if not all, animes in like one way or another that's yeah. going to come up. You know, it's so interesting. Like I have met and have a lot of friends that have been watching anime such as yourself and reading manga yeah. since they were kids, 
And like for me, that wasn't the case. Like it, it came up in my uh, older adult life. And I'm just so grateful that it did. You know, when it, I feel like I have been able to really integrate and like sit with my inner child in a huge way. And also just like energy and just like human being in general, because people think like, oh, anime is for kids. And it's like, it's like high key, it's not definitely not. It's like, it's, it's actually like should be like, you should not you let should your not kids let your watch, watch. <laughs> like, like, until a certain point and yeah. or certain animes you could, but like others, no, yeah. you know, um, but I just like something that was foreign and. There's a lot of reasons why I feel like I w wasn't into it when I was younger. I also had different vices and different forms of, like, escapism as a child yeah. and, like, mainly, like, Sims. Sims was, like, big for me. Yeah. Like, I was more, like, world I building. need to, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I, exactly, building my world and, like, um, I, having something that I needed to, like, interact with rather than just watch. Like, I would watch things sometimes, but I wasn't always big on, like, watching shows because it was, like, it needed to have consistency and I couldn't provide that consistency you know and especially early morning that was not my thing either I was always a late night so it's yeah. just like for me like with the new episodes finding that stuff out like and that goes with not only with anime with anything mm -hmm. so that's personally why I feel like I haven't I also just wasn't exposed to it because I feel like I would have gone into it you know and growing up it wasn't like cool you know yeah, oh, I know it was like oh, you the don't opposite. have to tell me yeah that. it wasn't the opposite of yeah. that and it and you know, it, that's the thing that's, like, so interesting is, like, how it's so, like, cool right now. Yeah, it, it like, low-key, it's, like, a, a dig at, like, no, I don't see it's a dig. I'm I'm not going to be that person. I, I honestly, I really like that it's becoming mainstream because, like, these are, like, amazing stories that are, just because they're in 2D animation, like, that doesn't mean it's for a child or anything. Like, they're still, like, really well written out, really well thought stories, and, like, some of them are, like, you know, they really change people's lives. Like, they could change the perspective just because it, it's able to keep someone's attention span because it's colorful. Or because, like, like for 10 minutes out of the episode, it's, like, something inspiring. And then for the other 10 minutes, it's just two fucking characters beating the shit out of each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just amp it up, you know? So I, I, I kind of like it, you know? But it's also, like, it, it just, like, a little twinge of hurt, I guess, mm -hmm. you know? Because it's, like, when I was a kid, like, I told you a story, but, like, I was in a summer camp. I was, like, 12. And I had the eighth volume of uh, Death Note in my backpack at, at camp. And, like, some girl saw me reading it, and she thought it was fucking porn. So, sh so when we put our bags down by the trees to, like, go do activities in the field, she went back to the trees, took the book out of my fucking bag, and then gave it to the counselors and was like, this is porn. She's reading porn at camp. And I was like, this is anime i was like it was death note i was like bro he kills people with a notebook i was like maybe it's a little i was like maybe there's a little like homoerotic like undertones to this story but i don't see any porn <laughs> but I, you know that was where i was like like i was like at that point i was like yo you really can't take this shit out of the house mm -hmm. i was like I, I was just trying to read this while i eat my fucking turkey sandwich at lunchtime mm -hmm. like yeah. let's try to get this done <laughs> try to find out <laughs> Yeah. You know, and like, you know, now, but you know, I like seeing little kids with the fucking little t-shirts on, like they're yeah. so cute, like they're so mm -hmm. into it. And I like that kids are like now being exposed to like more anime than Pokemon, you yeah. know? And because, yes, you know, again, sure. like, you know, they, they do have some, some values and goals. Like yeah. I think every person should watch Sailor Moon, like as, as a kid, like, you know, because sure, like there's a lot of filler or whatever, like the original Sailor Moon, like there's a lot of filler, but so, like, it's a fun story about a bunch of girls who are powerful because they're together. 
together, you know, and like there's nothing better than that. Yeah. You know, they could conquer the, the galaxy because they're just a, a bunch of friends. Yeah. And I think that's cool. It shows like camaraderie. It really, you know, it, it teaches people like softness yeah. in a certain way, you know. And they're still like those girls, like sure, it's like love, compassion, everything. But they're still beating the shit out of people at the end of the episode. Yeah. Like, you know, it's cool. Yeah, that's really dope. And it's like something that I've noticed um, with just like anybody if you if you have any resistance towards anything like i noticed with myself like there's so many different reasons why i felt i had resistance towards anime as a teenager because as a teenager like i had it's like not even only that it was dorky because it's like i didn't i wasn't a person i didn't really care Mm -hmm. like i always did shit that was like everyone's like what the fuck like so it was never like that and in specific it it I guess like I guess a little bit of judgment of of things that, but at the same token, because I did other things that were like kind of like dorky that like still I still did because I yeah. wanted to, right? But that just wasn't my dorky thing I did, yeah. you know. And like that, but in particular, I realized that uh, it's like you find it or it finds you when you're supposed to have it in your life, and like. I also, and this is for anything. If yeah. you have a strong resistance to something you should like really dig deep into it because it's like there's a resistance coming up for a reason. I noticed that a big resistance I had was like I felt like I didn't have time for me to invest in a imaginary world. Like yeah, I felt like okay. I didn't have time like it was like it, it was like annoying to me anytime I would think of some anybody that would like like oh yeah I'm so into like this this and this and like and and that was like their focus I it was um it was an anger inside of me that I didn't even have the ability to do that because yeah. of like a need for like whatever emotional survival I was doing was just it just looked different so it came in the form of like a judgment and I had to like unpack that in order to yeah. even understand like because. I remember feeling like, why do I have resistance to something like this? Like, what? Yeah. It's never done it's anything. Just a cartoon, me. bro. I don't know. <laughs> like, I loved Pokemon growing yeah. up. Od. Pokemon like, was very Americanized. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. It for, like, it, they they wanted to market it for our kids too, and they did that. And it's very look how popular it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's all about it's all about marketing. It's all yeah. about like at that point it was about selling toys. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and then cards and everything. And it's like, but even in like. Um, like, I have video games that were anime. Like, I, I remember I used to play, like, Soul Calibur. And then yeah, there was, like, another loves. one that was, like, uh, this, like, Operation, like, for Trauma oh, Response. Tra- uh, trauma, like, uh, what is it called? Trauma, trauma Response. Trauma Operation. Oh, Trauma Center. Trauma, trauma Center. Center. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so good. The one. I had the yes. one for Wii. So did I. Oh, my God. It was the best fuck, one. That no, game it was really so good. Because so, I would get so stressed. Oh, so be, much anxiety. Every, you're performing <laughs> surgery. You're holding you're the Wiimote. Literally, like, you're like, I need to keep this I've never met anybody who's played this Bro, game. And then, like, the thing that would always get me is, like, the slashes where you cut, oh when you cut them. Like, oh. And you're like, no, I, he's going to die. I, I remember the the pulling out the crystals, it, like, those, like, crystals. You know the what I'm talking about? shards. And oh then you have, to, like, you have to, oh, you go have to, like, go deeper. You have to go deeper into the organ. And then you're like, oh, okay, once you get the glass shards, yeah, you go <laughs> deep in the organ. You have to find the blood. Oh, like, my God. Oh, my God. If, the, if anybody has a Wii still. Yeah, Trauma, trauma Center. Center. <laughs> if Trauma Center is listening, make it. It was also on the DS for well. Switch. Make one for Switch. We need it. Oh, they should. Oh my God! No. If they made it for don't, Switch. Don't bring that anxiety back into. My I soul. need it. <laughs> I, not the anxiety, but just like the the game. Right. I guess it's gonna come with anxiety no matter what. Yeah. But it's so it's like <laughs> so yeah things like that. Like I was so 
like into it OD and I was like why do I have this and it wasn't the actual anime itself that I had the resistance to it was the concept of me centering something that can appear childlike that is very invested in a fantasy world and that's when I was like wow I like can I not be a fucking kid at any point like yeah and you it's know? like you know like even if it wasn't like you sitting in your room watching uh you know like listening to Japanese audio all day. It would be like, you know, like Lord of the Rings or like Game of Thrones. Like all that shit is it's all the same. Like it's all you know, it just you know, niches. anime just happens to be packaged like really pretty. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's beautiful. Like some of the art is insane. Like you some of the animation, like you couldn't even believe like sometimes I'd be watching anime and I'm like, yo, People it's literally just, art. You it's see, just, you see one fight scene art. in an anime. You see one fight scene in anime. You're like, yo, this took people months to, to animate. Create. Yeah, and half the time, like, well, well, now with anime, like, they they really try to try to be like spot on to like mm-hmm. real martial arts, which yeah. is super cool. Like they're doing it's like the detail and, yeah. about everything. Like something I love about anime. Like, once I had my anime breakthrough, and shout out to Ariel, who, like, really, like, helped me with that. Like, she was, like, watch Full Metal Alchemist. That's you it. You need to watch Full Metal yeah. Alchemist. Once I watched Full Metal Alchemist, I was like, yo. Because I wasn't watching any TV at the time. Yeah. So I was like, yo, and I can Metal watch something. So like, I can watch something. Mm-hmm. Let me watch it. And then, like, all right, let's see what it's going to be. Like, fucking first episode, you know. I'm not going to spoil it to did anybody watch, who wants uh, to watch it. Did you start the Full Metal Alchemist? The original. Or you watched Brotherhood? Original. Oh, yeah. you watched the original. I watched original Did you watch first. Brotherhood? Mm-hmm. I like both of them. Chef's kiss. I like both of them. Um, you also like. I feel with you specifically is like uh, people need to recommend you more things that were written by women. Like mm-hmm. I feel, uh, you know, like uh, Full Metal Alchemist was written by a mm-hmm. woman. Demon Slayer written by a woman. Demon Even Slayer Yasha, is so written by a woman. And like, where, and it's funny because these are the ones that I I like. These are the ones I resonate by women. Mostly. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with the exception of Naruto, but you know, yeah, but uh, you know, Naruto is a cultural phenomenon. Like, and I, I feel like a, a lot of uh, props to Naruto truly does not go to its writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say that. <laughs> you know, I won't go any deeper. I'm not gonna. <laughs> but uh, a lot of uh, like, just in case, because I feel listening. like Naruto is is one of those anime that like people really like took its source material and just like really just went with it they were like we have our characters and our basic character development nothing more (laughs) (laughs) especially if you're a girl character especially if you're a girl character (laughs) just basic um and then you know the fans kind of took it and they were like you know they really did their own thing like i love the naruto fans like they they're wild especially Mm -hmm. the tiktok ones they be saying the craziest shit I love it. And uh, going back to, like, animation and shit, uh, yesterday I was hanging out with Alex, and we were watching Jujutsu Kaisen episode 20, which is the episode where they're still fighting Hanami, but Gojo comes in and, like, he, you know, he finishes it up. He sweeps up the carpet. He does. Um, he does. So I told Alex, was like, oh, you know, like, I want to take my time. I don't want to finish it. And I was like, girl, just finish it because you're going to regret it if you don't finish it. Mm-hmm. Because meanwhile, like, all of, all the rest of us are sitting here talking about, like, we're all reading the manga. Well, I'm updated in the manga, but a lot of uh, my friends are currently reading the manga. So I'll just, like, you know, we'll talk about that. But we got to watch our mouths because Alex is on episode 20. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, Alex, like, y- you call yourself a Gojo stand, but you've never seen episode 20. I was like, you've never seen episode 20. I was like, bro, you don't know that red and blue make purple. 
I was like, you don't, you don't know the meme. Because I'll look at her sometimes, and I'll like, you know, we'll be joking about Jujutsu Kaisen, and I'll be like, Alex, you know red and blue make purple. I was like, how smart is that guy? He, he said, I'm going to take this color, this color, put it together. Boom, powerful move. All he did was, it's primary school shit. That's what he's out here doing. But, uh, yeah, she was like, I was like, you've never seen the episode where he takes his glasses off, Alex? And oh, my God. Like, yeah, and she was like, she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, he's gonna, he just wears no glasses for the end of the episode. I was like, I think you're going to love it. And, you know, she, she was, like, watching it. And I was like, oh, I love it. But now I don't think she'll, she'll finish it because she likes to, uh, you know, she doesn't want to, fin- she doesn't like things to end. Me, I get me that. Either, I get that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, like, you're saying this in low-key. I'm, like, I'm on episode 23, so I'm, like, I have, like, what, two more to go? Yeah, I, I mean, I oh the manga is right there. It's really good. That is know? it. The manga is right there. It's at it's the fingertips really now. So yeah. I'm like, I'm here for it. So I'm, I'm going to, read. I'm going to finish it this week. I actually like to finish things. I feel like I just can't sometimes because I'm no, also honestly, reading like, Demon. It, it I'm really reading, is, watching Demon Slayer. It's a beautiful show, and like, if you want to take your time with it, and that's how you like to enjoy stuff, like, who am I to tell you to rush? No, nah, I want to. I'm just, I'm just yeah. watching too much. Like, I'm yeah. watching in reaction to Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is so beautiful. Like, yeah, the gorgeous. art in Demon Slayer is so gorgeous. I'm like breathtaking every time I watch. I'm like like this is this is something that we're we're uh, watching moving art like right, the art style is I don't even, phenomenal every time i talk to somebody about like oh you know what tv shows you watch i'm like i don't watch no real people tv shows i don't right. i resonate more with anime because it's realer to me than watching people act because they're fucking lying <laughs> like like that has like you know what i'm saying hey, like if when they're you fictional they can't lie you know they don't they, you know they what i'm saying lie. and the they're people who are there and their voices and they're, they're and the, whoever does the voices gets so invested yeah bro like they become them yeah you know and then like, you believe they're them yeah. and then you look them up and you're like that is not them that's not them yeah. at all you know uh <laughs> you know that uh you ever see attack on titan you mm-hmm. ever watch that? You didn't watch that yet? Uh, yeah. Well, there's like a speech that uh, one of the commanders gives to the soldiers, and it's like so crazy. He be like, and he's like, they're like literally going to die. Like they're running into a field to like get slaughtered. And he's just like, go soldiers, fight! And it's great. It's great. Uh, Attack on Titan. I really don't. I honestly, I don't. I don't think you'd be a big fan of it. I feel like I've, uh, I've got recommended it a lot. Uh, like. it, it, there's like a lot of undertones of that story that are like like it's like low-key fascism like you mm. know like when you get down to like the deep roots of it because mm-hmm. like when you're watching attack on titan like from the beginning like the like once you get to like uh, even the anime like season four like all the stuff that happened in the beginning like does not matter it really was just like a puzzle like it was just like a puzzle and now you figured out the puzzle and you're like i'm not really sure how i feel about this but we're here and you know we have to finish it you know we watched yeah. we watched aaron grow up you know we had to finish it somehow <laughs> yeah but you know, it's cool. I liked it. I, I'm excited to watch. Like, I mean, I know I haven't watched Hunter Hunter just because it's very controversial. A lot of different things, and I've, I've heard, um, so I haven't gotten into it yet. I, you know, I didn't really watch Hunter Hunter. I've seen like a couple of episodes. I've seen like pretty much up to like the beginning of like the Hunter exam. Like I don't really know shit about Hunter Hunter. Like I know the characters' names, but that's like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, one uh, manga that I recommend that you read, written by a woman, we love her. It's called uh, Doro Hetero. And it's by Q Hayashida. She's great. Like, a lot of her artwork is, like, based on a lot of black. Like, she uses a lot of, like, black inks and, like, grays in her artwork. And, like, sometimes you're looking at the page and you're like, wow. Like, you're like, I didn't know people could put this much black on a page and it looked like a picture. 
Mm. It's really awesome. That's and like, cool. Yeah, the story's pretty cool. It's about, like, sorcerers and shit. Like, it, there's an anime for it, but I didn't watch it because I don't like CGI animation. Like, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, it literally, it hits that point in the uncanny valley where I'm like, why is this 3D? I'm mm-hmm. like, it's drawn like it's 2D, but the models are 3D. And it's just creepy to me. Yeah. I just don't like it. I understand. I feel, so I, I feel I, very similarly about anything that's like 3D animation yeah. in, the, in, the, in the anime, especially anime bracket of... It's just yeah. not... I, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, it's just not supposed to look like that to me. I just to no. Me. It doesn't feel like it, it. doesn't feel like it's supposed to. I remember when things started becoming three D. I was already uncomfortable with it. Yeah. But then there's a I different dimension. A, I took a break from anime when a lot of shit was like really being pushed out, like pumped out, like CGI. Like mm. every month there was something new that was like CGI. Yeah. But uh, what really got me back into anime was I watched. Yeah, I watched Demon Slayer, and I was like, this. It reminded me of old, old school two D, beautiful animation, and I was like, wow. It's like it's it's the way like it's the like it's, it's the it's layers the colors, of the art. It's also the colors they're so that they're epi- so beautiful. The episode when the demon doctor like that that when the first the first thing thing just like took me completely. Like, I mean the art in general has always been amazing, but that yeah. episode where the demon doctor gets uh, introduced, I forgot her name, but when when she does the spell with the scent. Oh, and yeah, like, yeah. and then you just see like the flowers, and it's like three D, two D, but like it's just done right. It's yeah, like layered, well integrated, 2D, yeah, or like yeah. however it is. It's, it's like, like a, it's like a, a different like. I think it's, it might be a different like. Frame. However they do it, it it's literally gorgeous. seems I'm not an like. Delia, <gasps> <Dalia>, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it literally seems like. Oh yeah, you yeah, better. I was like, oh, where are <laughs> What's up? What's up? Yeah, it's uh, it was. It's literally like it was this like. I don't know. It, like I felt like I could smell the 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 flowery scent that I, was coming I out could of smell it. Smell it. I I was, it's gorgeous. Like, it's it's it was totally so gorgeous. beautiful. I was just like, oh, I'm so happy I'm watching this right now. And like I've never experienced that with like pretty much anything else, like art wise, like yeah. feelings wise. I've watched movies and different yeah. things that have made me feel that way. But like art wise, I've never felt so like wow i'm inspired like i actually want to draw i want to paint like it's absolutely inspiring and um you know i think that it's like something something that i feel like i resonate with like and why i brought it up before with uh you know for people who've been like long-term anime advocates Mm -hmm. you know and then like all this new wave of so many different people coming in like you you know and Give some some of it's just trendy, and then some people are like genuinely like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, I have but this I introduced. mean, even if it is trendy, it's like uh, even if you think it's trendy, it's like you're exposing yourself to a different medium, and like mm-hmm. even if you're just like even if you don't plan to stick with it, or even like or even if you only plan to watch one anime, like mm-hmm. if you see Naruto and that's your anime and you fuck with it, then like like who, who am I? Like if you don't feel like watching more anime, girl, like you don't have to. But I've, it's also like there's so much more out there. Then you know the now stuff you're more that's exposed like super, than you were. Yeah, the stuff that's super like out there. I but feel like it's built to like the spiritual trend, and like that's what I think is really interesting because yeah. I feel very similarly with that. Um, where it's like at times it's it's been like uh, triggering that people are like amplifying things that I was made fun of for mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah, you know, like and like shamed and put aside and casted mm-hmm. out for. 
and like the same people are are like really just like like going into Spencer's and buying a crystal. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. And they so don't do anything. They don't. They don't even wash it. Yeah. They don't know what to do <laughs> with it. You know. And that's, it. and it's like I'm seeing the same trend with like people with anime. Like people who've never watched anime, but get an anime shirt because like the the way it looks because everybody's wearing it. Yeah. Now. Also, and like you know, a lot of us see like this shit. This is drip. You know, it is drip. We look at her. Absolutely, we, her. we do. Little sleeve. Oh, it's a side. <laughs> no, it's so dope, it and it's the back panels yeah. too. Oh yeah, the back. Oh, the shit. back panels. Oh, like you're trying to show it, like. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Dope. The iconic Tomie. Yeah, the painting. We love mm-hmm. her, a queen. Um, yeah, I do. I will. I'll defend Tomie to the grave. Just leave her alone. You should have never fell in love with her. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, I mean, she is a conniving bitch, but but you should have just don't. You should have just looked away. <laughs> Leave her alone. Leave Tommy alone. She's gonna c- come back. She said no escape. I don't know what you guys didn't get about that. <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, the story of Tommy is so interesting. Yeah, she's pretty cool. I love a lot of Junji Ito stuff. I like that. Uh, you know. He's he's a really great artist. Like uh, especially if you've read like his short stories when he was like you know his beginning short stories, you see the way that his like like his art like literally has changed like through the years. And like now he's like even now like he's releasing stuff and it's 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 incredible. Like he just re- released uh, Censor. I haven't read it yet, but um, it uh, looks yeah. pretty dope. It yeah. w- it was not, he was he was uh he was reading it himself. Um, he was reading it himself was it, or someone was reading it. In uh, like one of his like shorts that he has on his Instagram, mm-hmm. he has like these little like videos he posted. He's um, so cute. I love he is him. so cute. He's, he's adorable. Like, I, I like love him so much. Like he's just so in it. He's just so like you yeah. know. Like, you know, he used to be a dentist, like a dental assistant. right? Oh shit! Yeah, that and makes he, like, sense. He like really liked the way like mouths looked and like teeth looked, and he thought it was like gross. He just liked gross shit, so he just. He's like, yeah, I mean, it was perfect for, yeah, for what we he love does. Him. Yeah, we love it, Because the horror manga is, like, really cool. It's so Something so interesting is that every time, like, you're going to turn a page, you're like, oh, what is going to yeah, be on you're the like, what am I about oh, to see? Mm-hmm. Am I about to get traumatized? Yeah. It's pretty cool, you know. Um, I'm happy, I'm excited for you to read Gyo. Yeah. Especially, like, you know, it's... You, Gyo doesn't really, like, hit you until you're like, oh, this is about global warming. <laughs> you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've also been reading a lot of uh, shoujo manga, which is like girly manga. Like I, uh, I'm reading uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena right now. Uh, it's pretty gay, lovey, love it, love mm-hmm. it, love it. It's great. It's about this. Here for the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about this girl <laughs> named uh, Utena, and basically, like I think I'm pretty sure her parents died or something like that, mm-hmm. and like she. It's like, the intro to every yeah, good anime it's ever. Like, you know, she meets. Uh, <laughs> like, it's it's like this, a series of events happen, like when she was a kid, and she like meets this prince, and was like, one day I'll come find you, and then she turns like 16, and she gets a letter every year, like with the same stamp on it from the rose prince or whatever. And then they end up sending her to this, like, school where in the letter he was like, you'll find me here. No, the picture, the postcard of the letter was the picture of the school. So she ends up going to the school and she, uh, she is, she gets into a duel and this guy is like, oh, because this dude is beating up on this girl. And she's like, stop that. And, you know, they get up into a duel and she ends up 
kicking his ass and then the girl is uh what they call the rose bride and she has like the sword of dios which is like it's like inside of her like she's like the possessor of the sword and the sword only answers the master and the master is the winner of the duel and it just goes on and on and on but it's super cute and you know eventually two cute girls one with purple hair one with pink hair it's really great. I'll probably lend it to you. It's really great. Yeah, I also it? just bought uh, Paradise Kiss, which I plan on reading next. Uh, have you ever read Nana mm-hmm. or watched Nana? No, but I think I've seen Paradise Kiss somewhere. I think I've seen yeah, I've, like, it. Yeah, it's an anime, yeah. Yeah. It, it, do you have the manga? Yeah, I just bought, I think, like, a thick, the 20 I think I've seen edition. that in the in the store. They they opened up a new store in the mall. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, I went there. I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I went there. They, like... <laughs> I had, like, a funny experience in there. Like, I went in there, and uh, I'm looking at shit. And I was looking at uh, Platinum End, which is the new manga written by both of the people who did Death Note. So, both the artist and the writer. So, I was like, you know me. I love Death Note. Mm -hmm. I have to get on this. So, uh, I went in there, and they only had the second one. So, the guy is putting books on the shelf. And he's, like, literally putting books on the shelf. And I was like, hey, do you happen to have the first one of this? And he goes... Everything we have is already out on the floor. And it was, like, kind of rude. And I was like, okay, dude. I was like, all right. I was like, because you're clearly putting books out. You could have just been like, whatever. So, and they never have anything. So, they mm. never have anything good. Like, I went there, the, like, one of the first days that they were, like, opening yeah, and stuff. And I was just like. They of a selection. They, I, I, I was just happy that I exist. I was like, this is crazy. Love the toys, There's though. so much. So many they had cute this sexual, toys. Oh, my goodness. In the back. The merch section is phenomenal. It's yeah. huge. It's great. It's like, I was like, oh, my God, I need this. I'm a plushie. I'm like, chill, 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 you know? Right. But we love it. Yeah. I don't like, know. I, I love like the, like, anything, anything that's, like, and that's, like, to take a look, like, even what we were saying before, it's, like, I find that I'm, I like, I know for me, with when it comes to, like, um, more of, like, crystals, metaphysical, trending, like, it can be triggering, but ultimately I'm just happy that it's out there more. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, long-term anime advocates can also, like, kind of feel the yeah, same way. I agree. Or potentially just be extremely triggered. I've been so uh, grateful. I've been met with, like, so many. You know, a big a big thing, actually, when I was younger mm. that made me steer away from anime was how like clicky it was and how like mean the people were talking about it was but then when i got older it was the opposite like when i was younger it was like oh it it was like you don't watch this you do this like whatever it was i was like this is mad judgmental i already like judge myself on everything i do i don't need help here and then when i got older like as it's like i don't know like i've been really blessed to meet and talk to people whether online or in person like that are just as excited if not more you know to like ex- like express and put me onto things yeah. rather than being like oh what oh, you're you just getting into that? it like, or oh you just watched dub yeah. or oh you're just doing this and it's like you know i personally have adhd yeah. i definitely put on dub a lot but yeah, i do watch sub like, too I don't, and it's uh, like, you know, I don't hate because sometimes like you know people want to lay in bed and watch anime and they can't fucking like they need glasses like yeah. they can't see like, exactly they can't see the tv ass, they can't i need see glasses so just, just watch it in dub like, and know? i get and then you like, get attached cares? to the voice and like i was like oh like yeah i feel that way with inuyasha I, like, i've never seen the sub of inuyasha yeah Sorry. you're like it's hard it's hard to like convert back to that like, I, I remember when when naruto stopped being um dubbed on like hulu i was like oh my god what the fuck? Like, what can I do? But then I at the same token, it. I was like, yeah. oh, but I kind of like, like I, I loved um, 
I think it's Itachi's voice. Oh yeah. Or Madara's voice. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Papi Uchiha right there. Papi like Uchiha. <laughs> like for Love real. It. Like shout out to Nicole Ow. for that for that like saying right there. She once she said that, I'm like, yo, he is Papi Uchiha. Like absolutely Honestly, without he's a doubt. Grand Papi Uchiha. Homie dead. I don't know why he's y'all dead alive. He's already dead. But he's also I don't know. I like I like I hate love Madara. I can't help it. Like No, I like I, I, I like his character. Uchiha's no, I definitely think he's a he's a beast. I've been giving him so much love the past week and i usually like i usually have like more of an aggression towards him but i don't know what's getting into me like but you know i just i'll let it live i'll let it, I'll let it have some space you know and that's and that's that you know yeah but when it comes to um yeah things like that, i think it's really cool like the anime community has been like so accepting and like so it's like it's really helpful like uh, mental health wise i feel like yeah. people don't understand how dope anime really is and like how absolutely influential and like inspiring it can be to not only like live your truth and like activate your pursuits but like also to integrate your trauma like for anyone that thinks that anime is just solely like okay this is a child show this is this this is that it's like no, like this is like when first any good anime like their parents are dead the like, first episode yeah. <laughs> like it is traumatic and like when you are experiencing trauma in your life and then you get to see it like in this anime and you get the chance to kind of like integrate it and you see like you know you're Naruto on the swing in the flashback and you're oh. like that's me that's me right there like in my day-to-day life that i'm trying to avoid that swing and naruto make sure you can't avoid that swing i mean that's true you're staring at it you're literally staring at all the time and it's like you can't avoid that little sad boy inside of you and it shows you all that you can be when you like do what you're supposed to do for yourself believe it honestly yeah just just believing it yeah. and like and then and then like living and walking into it and that's like that's what everything I feel like no matter what it is that you do if you just really stand behind yourself like and have that confidence in that like even if it's just like whatever like even going back to the other topic of like being a half breed like yeah it's like you know that's why I re- well it kind of blends both together like watching Inuyasha yeah, sad. Be a half breed, yeah. <laughs> half demon, half human. Yeah. They never gave him the ball. They like never gave him the ball. They didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care for him they to gave be part of anything. And it's just and then and and they just like may, any town you go to or any kind of experience, he's always getting judged from one side or the other. Yeah, and, and it's I, a poor mom. It's a poor mom, bro. His mom is already already like was got, had to like f- fell in love with a demon. Word. And, like I resonate with that already. <laughs> like, <laughs> like already feel for her and that you know. And then there's like then has this beautiful adorable baby that's just like getting hated on by b- both sides. And I feel like that's what a lot of like mixed people feel like straight up. Like right. you know, it's like I can't fit here. I can't fit here. Like, if I go into a Spanish restaurant, like, and they're instantly talking to me in Spanish, like, mad fast. Yeah, you look at them, like, you're like... And although (laughs) I can, I can, like, speak and understand a certain amount, it's, like, I don't feel comfortable. Especially in America, I feel like it shuts off. Because, like, I moved to Colombia for three months. So, I like, Mm -hmm. I naturally had to, like, learn learn Spanish. And, like, I was by myself a lot, like during the day because like naturally my my cousin my tia is like they, they worked they you know worked, so yeah. i was like i would have to go to the stores and stuff um to go get my food mm-hmm. so I, they didn't speak english yeah, had to learn that stuff but when i'm in america 
it's like it shuts off and i think that has to do with like um trauma growing up like i feel like there's this link that um like i wasn't taught uh, spanish like straight on like mm -hmm. from from birth you just picked and it up. i picked up like some and like some i was taught and other i wasn't like i remember growing up with my abuelita used to watch her she didn't speak a lick of english so like i have to like yeah, know yeah. enough to be like all right i'm hungry <laughs> like her, yeah. something you know like i would be playing video games and she'd be in the room like taking over my room watching telemundo yeah. like that was Keeping kind of our, loud yeah like, <laughs> og loud og loud <laughs> like getting her hair and makeup done every day to go nowhere like yeah that was so just, took just in the house yeah and it's like having that experience is like okay like i always felt like inadequate that i didn't speak spanish fluently yeah. like anytime people like look at me and like it's like oh like oh you speak spanish and i have yeah. to say no i always feel like defeated even just saying that um even though it's like half true but i rather just say no for them to shut up like it's quicker mm -hmm. because if i'm like oh yeah sometimes then it takes a longer time to have that conversation yeah. and they're like oh just do it just do it and it's like yeah if i could like, just do my it brain gets mixed up yeah my brain gets mixed up it's in there it's like it's like i understand why other spanish-speaking people would want another spanish-speaking person to speak spanish it's important to learn your language but like not everyone has the ability to and there's also like traumas and different life situations and not everybody's brain like adapts the language as easy mm -hmm. than others some people are really good with language yeah. some people learn five languages i'm like i have a hard time understanding english yeah and it's also you know the uh, the american structure or it's like in the, everywhere else in the world you go, everybody speaks at least two mm -hmm. languages, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, that's natural. And then it's like here in America, if you do speak another language, you're shamed for it. Like you yeah. see like Spanish people being shamed, Russian mm -hmm. people being shamed, you mm -hmm. know, all these people speaking their language. And it's like, why are they being shamed for being smarter than you? Yeah. Just because like, you know, like nobody in your family speaks a different language. And just be, or even that, like where it's like our school systems are not, um, you know, they're not enforcing the need to speak another language. Honestly, because in my theory, it's because that uh, the government, like, you know, um, America, the society doesn't want Americans to leave. We, they don't mm -hmm. want us to go to a different country and live outside of America because we're trained to think that we already got it good here. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. you know, Do we, we know what we're yeah. dealing with here. We live here, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Where it's like I feel like that's the, that's a also a very societal barrier where they're like they're trying to keep us here like you're American stay in America mm -hmm. you know but it's like who the fuck wants to live here bro like I feel I mean like apparently everyone else who also is buying the the illusion but it's like I mean there's so many things like yes we have it better than some people yes it's true and then do we have it less than a lot of people yes like it's just a matter of like gauging that there's so much though yeah and then there's so much in every country there, yeah there's so much everywhere like so it's like you know like globally even if you went somewhere else it's probably shitty you know there's that's probably life. some low-key things the only place on. you're gonna be happy is on an island by yourself like yeah. you know you're so, the government you're the only person there that's why you play um animal crossing mm -hmm. and you really like get into that how's, <laughs> your, how's your island how are you doing I've been neglecting it. Actually, oh, okay. I'm probably gonna go back there. There's gonna be a bunch of weeds. I'm sure. That's okay. It, I think it. I think it's like you won't have that up that many. I weeds. let my sister borrow my um, can use my switch, stuff, and then yeah, no, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. I love how like you know I love that about Animal Crossing, but at the same token, I just don't like that things are just there for show and not interacting. I'm mm -hmm. like the Sims girl in me. I was like. Why like, can't yo, I put this? Why can't like, I cook a meal? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, why, can't why I make, make the animals cook? Yeah, why can't I just like? Um, uh, I I like New Horizons, but you know, uh, my heart always lives with New Leaf. 
uh, you know, New Horizons has its benefits. You know, I'm not good. I'm not one of those people that's like, New Horizons sucks. Go play New Leaf. I'm like, uh, I like decorating and <laughs> shit, you know. I like uh, I like that you can put shit outdoors. That's pretty cool. Um, but I, I miss, like, having... Because the, the appeal of New Leaf is more like you're a person in a town. Not this is your island. Like, you know, New Horizons is very much, this is your island, do whatever you want with it. Meanwhile, the other Animal Crossings were like, you live in this town and you're going to do stuff for it. Like, in New Leaf, you're the mayor. You got to do all this shit, and, you know. You got to get your rating, town rating approval up. You got to talk to the villagers. The villagers come over to your house. Like, they literally are like, hey, can I come over? And then you're like, sure. And then they're like, what time do you want me to come over? And then you set a time in your on the, on the DS, and if you're not online... What, when they're trying to come to your house, like in real time, they'll get mad at you. They're like, "You weren't home." Well, I tried to come over. I said, "You said 5:30." So I remember one time I was playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm serious. I was playing New Leaf, and I uh, I invited uh, Agnes. If anyone knows, her, she's a little uh, pig. She's super cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like, "Can I come over?" And I was like, "Sure, Agnes, come on over." And it was like I said, "You can come over like 5:30," because I was like doing stuff. And then it's like 5:20, and I look at my phone. I'm like. Agnes is coming over. I was like, where's my DS? Agnes is coming over. Yeah, it's cute. Did you make it in time? Yeah, of course. Agnes came over. We had a great time. (laughs) 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 Oh, well, I'm happy that, you know, you got got to get there in a timely manner. You know, find your DS in time. It's like, it's it's these little, it's the little things that you could find, little niche things in community. Like, I like, when we were talking about, too, like, with anime, the detail the fact that in um, I forgot what it was. It might have been, it might have been Death Note, where I'm not sure if it was. Maybe it was, but I remember looking, and in the background, like there was ginkgo trees with ginkgo leaves falling mm-hmm. off, and I'm like, not only is the art beautiful, but it's accurate. Yeah, and the details are accurate, and there's so many different little things that like. Pe- the amount of time and effort and attentiveness that yeah. goes into anime. Yeah, art is work, man. Oh, my god. Any type of media or any type of art is work. Which is just like, I don't know. I just, just feel like it hits people. different it does, like in the, in, the, in the Japanese culture and community of anime. Like, to, it's, the, it's the depth in everything. And, like, like I, and you can see the little details in other animations and, and things that aren't anime necessarily, but, like, I don't know. It's just like I, I like I literally like teared up when I seen a ginkgo tree. I was like, that's uh-huh. like, cause like ginkgo, like especially for the fact that like ginkgo biloba trees in in Japan were one of the only things that lasted after the atomic bomb. Whoa, yeah, that's pretty crazy. So it's like it's the resilience within that and Japanese um, white oleander. Mm-hmm. So those two things and those are remedies that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for homeopathy mm-hmm. and like so that's why i acquired the knowledge on that so when i seen that in the background i was like mm. there she is like She's the resilience gorgeous. of you Aww. you know and just like the impact on meaning because it was like it was um it was a scene i forgot exactly i just remember it being like a feminine and masculine uh, uh, like coming together like having a conversation mm-hmm. like on a bridge or something and like the ginkgo leaves falling i forgot which one it was i was watching a bunch of the time but yeah and i was just like oh you know, and I just, gorgeous. like, yeah, like, I appreciate these things, and I feel like that's, I like, 
especially anybody that's like really detail oriented like i strongly encourage anyone and everyone to watch an anime even if it's just one even if you 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 feel like you know whatever resistance you have just like put them on pause for a second you don't have to get into naruto or fullmetal alchemist on your first one although i would recommend fullmetal alchemist especially for your first one yeah at the same token like a death note something shorter death note is very you know something psychological if you're like into like constant movement and like shit happening like definitely watch like a something a fighting anime mm-hmm. i i like to recommend uh one punch man to people because it's pretty funny mm-hmm. um it's and it's cute and it doesn't really there's not like a consistent plot so you really can't get confused um so it's it's like i guess it's better than recommending everyone i know to watch jojo's bizarre adventure you know <laughs> it's really long definitely journey with that one an adventure if you will (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's 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 on the list jojo's yeah bro you i'll have to do that with you i don't think you'll get through it by yourself oh yeah only because it's like uh it's just a it's just a lot like when you first start watching jojo's bizarre adventure like if you have like any like sliver of information about it from anyone or even just the internet it uh you're you start watching it and you're like this is what y'all been talking about and then you get a couple episodes in and you're like okay okay and then you finish part one and then you're like okay okay and then you watch part two and it's a completely different motherfucker it's a completely different jojo it's like there's a whole slew of these motherfuckers definitely and you're like what what happened to the other jojo and then you find out what happens to him and you're like oh Oh my god! And then you're hooked, you know. <laughs> it's it was the sexy vampires for me. I definitely came for the sexy <laughs> vampires, but I, I stayed I stayed for the uh, the spirit ghosts, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny the different things you catch yourself saying when you talk about anime and like with people and like something that I love that has helped me and i've talked about this on a previous podcast is like i like i can hyperfixate on things and when i'm hyperfixated oh, on, on an anime it's like it's so much more beneficial than being hyperfixated on a person or anything like that because like i find that like i was i was also kinda, there's so much st- like your high your it's like your hyperfixation could never end exactly like, there's, there's so universe, much things that you can dive so deeper into you can learn and even in like this particular of like what i'm talking about is more like like even anime crushes like and having oh, like these don't like get me started. like Let's little experiences <laughs> like like i noticed that um who was your first anime crush if we're going to go there let's see who was your first anime crush um scar from full metal alchemist <gasps> wow that's classy yeah that's super classy oh i love him oh wow classy you would say classy i would say i'm i'm pretty toxic for that but you know i, I mean, mean turns out in the end you know i mean what? girl my first Anime Cross was Mellow from Death Note, the chocolate guy, the blonde chocolate guy. <laughs> Kisses. Okay, we'll never forget okay. what you did, Mellow. We'll never forget <laughs> what you did. <laughs> you helped us. Me- Mellow. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I can bro. see that. Yeah. Chocolate boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mellow is cool. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. And I mean, to be honest, guys, if if Mellow wasn't there, then Nier would have never figured this shit out. Mm-hmm. There was a reason why there was two of them. And, uh, like, L could have done it on his own, and he did it, mm-hmm. but he was too slow. That's mm-hmm. why. But Nier needed Mellow to finish that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Death Note is too much, bro. Death Note is a lot. Have you ever read uh, the, the companion novels? No. There's one, uh, it's called Another Note. It's, like, low-key, uh, um, like, a murder mystery story. 
And it's about, uh, you remember Naomi from the beginning? Naomi uh, is the blonde, long blonde? Mm-mm. There's, uh, you remember the guy Ray Pembar that he kills on the train? Yes. His fiance that comes looking for him, and he meets, uh, she meets Light and is like, oh, you know, I'm looking for my fiance, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, you are? He's like, I'm the, um, I'm the police chief's son. You could come and talk to me. And then he gets, like, mad information about her, and then he eventually kills her. Like, she's just, like, an FBI I feel, agent. I feel like, oh, I feel like I do know. I feel like I do know. I feel like I'm seeing, like, glimpses of, yeah. like, and him he makes her, he makes her, He makes her kill herself. So, basically, the mm-hmm. scene is, like, they're standing in a, on a street together, and he's like, reveals that he's Kira. And she realizes that, and she's like, oh, fuck. But then the death note kicks in, and then she just literally walks and goes and hangs herself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so the book. I'm oh, sorry. The know, book is I'm about like, I'm like her. tracing my brain, too. The book is about her and the first case she ever worked with Elle on. Uh, and, like, it's it's really good. It's really short. It's it's also, like, super, like, detailed and, like, gory. But it's, it's a cool read. It's really good. Um, there's also Elle Changed the World, but I've never read that one. I think it's just, like, a retelling of, like, some, some parts of Death Note. Yeah. Yeah, but it's cool. I love it. And then there's the one shot that came out last year. Did you read that? No. There was a, uh, a Death Note one shot that came out last year, and it was like if Ryuk just was bored again and just dropped the Death Note in the world again. Oh, and just like, like an, a whole new star, a whole yeah, new person. And yeah, but it was only a one shot, so it was like pretty quickly because, okay. you know, Ryuk learned his lesson. You know, don't keep him around for that long because he, yeah. <laughs> look what he did, look what <laughs> Light did. So it's cool. Ryuk just let it come back and start something but none too crazy, not too invested. Yeah, he's like, whoa, whoa. Slow down now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's so funny, though. Like he's, he's, he's such, I love that he loves apples. I love that, like, the whole concept of uh, Shinigami's, uh, sh- Shikigami? Shinigami, yeah. Shinigami's. Yeah. I'm Shinigami like, is uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm mixing them. That's the uh, spirits that they summon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm mixing them. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's, uh, it's so... It's it's so interesting. I love the fact that it's all rooted in like Japanese culture and history too. Yeah. Like yeah, it's cool. Like it's coming like the like the folklore super, is like, coming uh, into life and like you know super religious all the religious imagery in Death Note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yo, are, oh you, God, are you going to come to see the Jujutsu movie in December with Absolutely. the whole gang? I'm, I'm like ganging up. Like I'm probably going to go to the whole theater. What, like just any movie theater? Uh, I don't know where they're going to show it. They haven't like released tickets yet, but. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Without a doubt. Yeah, it's a uh, it's about the prequel, the like pilot chapters. Uh, okay. But they're about uh, Yuta. You haven't seen him in the anime yet. He don't come in the manga until like hundreds of chapters, like a hundred chapters in. But he's pretty dope. He was like, you remember uh, when Toto was like Toto came to the school and he's like, where yo, where's Okosu? He was in like, the beginning. At, yeah, he yeah, was like yeah, looking yeah. for one kid, and yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah. he's not here. Yeah. That's that's who is the main character of oh, the okay. of the pilot. Okay. It's it's good. It's cute. I think it's gonna be a fun movie. I think it's gonna be gorgeously. And they uh they talk about it in um in the anime. It's called uh they called it the Night of the Hundred Demons, where like Ghetto came and he like released all these cursed spirits and killed a bunch of people, and like uh they that's how uh Toto became a semi first grade sorcerer is because he like killed five cursed spirits during the okay, Night yes, of the Hundred Demons. Okay, yes, I do demons. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that the prequel is about that. And that's like that's like when they're all talking about like the rumors of him. They're like, oh, you know, you yeah, he big, he big, he scurry, he killed all these demons during yeah. that night. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Now I'm excited to hear to watch that and to see what's to come of like 
I've never the only anime movie I've watched in the movies has been like Pokemon. Respect. I saw the Broly like, movie, the Dragon Ball Z Broly movie a couple years ago. That was yeah. the only one I've seen in the theaters. Yes. Yeah, the and I was gonna go see a Demon Slayer movie, but like I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know I that Demon Slayer movie know, came out before. Even before all this shit, I always thought movie theaters were od dirty. Yeah. Like I like I used to go to movie theaters with like my like pants tucked in my socks because I'm afraid of bed bugs like mm-hmm. crazy like yeah. so I ha- usually hate going to movie theaters anyway so I was just watching it at home yeah. but this I'm going I'm pulling up to Jujutsu Kaisen movie because ain't nobody gonna spoil this shit for me even though mm-hmm. I already read it but it w- I want to see it yeah. you know I think it'll be a fun time yeah for sure definitely let what? me know but yeah um <laughs> who else is your anime crushes oh man me think. Um, I really love Nanami from Jujutsu Kaisen. He's a stand-up guy, really solid. I feel like, uh, you know, if I was like, yo, I'm hungry, we'd go to a fancy dinner, very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, I like him. Yeah, you know, he's a solid guy, mm-hmm. you know. He's nice, cool, cool cat. Who else? Let me try to think. <laughs> Wow. I've, like, rep- repressed a lot of my anime crushes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're not a goge? No, go- no, really? he's a whore. I mean, uh, no, 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 let me, let me, let me, let me, because I'm going to get attacked. I'm going to get attacked. I'm going to get attacked. Okay, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about him. Mm. I respect him. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's just literally the truth. He's the strongest, Crystallized bro. form. He said he's the strongest. I believe him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want no part in that. You know, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, he's for y'all. He's not for me. Okay? He is for the people. He's for he's for he the is. streets. He's he not is for, for the streets. That is me. that is true. Yeah, it's like confirmed that it's a, it's like it's just that if you if you are a Kakashi fan, you are a Gojo fan. Like it's a, it's I just mean, like yeah. the same thread yeah. of like emotional unavailability and immense amount of power that we all like share and trauma bond with. The thing like, I like about the fact that those characters are so similar is that they're so hot different no they're so different they're so <laughs> they are very different different they are very different. uh like especially in their like personality mm-hmm. and like like gojo's is a dick like uh yeah. like uh he's literally just an asshole <laughs> uh, you know i say this like to all my friends and they're like we don't care he's sexy i'm like yeah but uh, you know sure you know what have your fantasy mom but you know not for me <laughs> have your fantasy but uh old blue eyes ain't getting to me <laughs> yeah, uh, he's just—he's like, he's like creepy when he does his blast, but at the same time, it's so beautiful. It's just like time slows down, clouds. Bro, he just bends. He, like he can control space. Like exactly. How is that not attractive? I mean, I feel like if it was anyone, I don't know. I don't know how it's not attractive to me. Yeah. It's just not. It's, it's such not. a yeah. It's it's like, a, I don't know. Maybe it's the arrogance for me. Like why? Nah, it's why so much arrogance. Like, yeah. uh, but we were watching that episode where he uh, does the hollow purple. He literally destroys half of a forest, and then he, he goes, yay! Like, that's what he says right after he destroys half of a forest. He's like, I don't know if I killed it, but yay! I stopped it. So, uh... I didn't Take remember that. I feel like I disassociated from yeah, that part, you just which saw is, like, ho- unfortunate. It, you just saw showing the, how toxic I'm the purple. <laughs> the purple shoot into the woods. I'm only, like, you know, it's so fresh in my mind. I just watched it last night. Yeah. Oh, actually, like, a week ago, too. So. But, yeah. I think it's, like, both, like, just as, it's, like, this, like, innocence, but also, like, adult 
not innocence that happens with anime crushes. I feel like people who don't watch anime don't get it. Like, people be like, why are you like this? How can you like an anime character? What is wrong with you? Uh, he's I'm sexier like, than you. What do you I'm want like, me to tell you? All, like, I like, and I don't know. People like sexualize it to be more of a thing than it is. And I'm like, honestly, it's just you get so invested in yeah, these characters. It's a whole world. It's yeah. like asking people like why they think. Uh, I don't know. Legolas is hot. I don't know. I think Legolas is hot. Back in the day, I guess Lord of the Rings. You know, that's the yeah. only one I could really think of right now. <laughs> you know, so I, you know, I don't find anyone hot in Game of Thrones. I hated Game of Thrones. I didn't watch I, it. I hated that journey. Don't watch it. You'll I really can't hate it. stand the way they talk. It's no, so annoying. Not even that the way that they talk, just like the like you know like everything about it is clear just like disregard for uh female characters on the show and like female storylines on the show. Mm. Just like that hurt me. And you know, I was watching Game of Thrones like as it was coming out and I got to like season four and I was like, This is just not what I want out of the show anymore. Like I'm not enjoying it the way I used to and I don't feel like I have to sit on the you know, on the train as it's going off the track. You know, I, f- I could just jump off the train. So mm-hmm. I did. So I stopped watching Game of Thrones. And, you know, a lot of people hate me for it. My boyfriend hates me for it, but let me live. Um, mm-hmm. I hated that show. Right. And I'll continue to hate it. <laughs> to cycle back to the half-breed topic before we conclude the podcast, something that I find that, you know, and that I've observed in others that are like us that have um multiple ethnicities and maybe like a disconnect to one or the other like for me it's a disconnect from my father as Mm -hmm. well like he's not of this earth anymore Mm -hmm. since i'm 17 and then also even when he was it was very disconnected to source from like origin like it wasn't like he was very americanized Mm -hmm. and um there wasn't really like any kind of uh like, oh, okay, here's our history and our yeah. traditions, really. Um, as much as, like, my mother being fresh from another country mm-hmm. had. And um, and even in that, you know, growing up on growing up on Staten Island, I was, like, one of the only Colombian people I knew. Like, I only knew, uh, like, my family that was mm-hmm. Colombian. Like, if I met a Colombian, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. But then they'd say, talk to me in Spanish, and then I'm like, oh, here's the inadequacy, because now you're not a mixed person. You're also just full, you know, you're full Colombian, so you have that experience. And, you know, those different things. And um, the communities, too, of, like, growing up, I felt like I wanted to be more Italian, because that's what I was exposed around. Like, and, and, like, wanting to be included and constantly feeling not included. So it's like, all right, so we've touched on that thread. Now yeah, it's like... I, yeah, I agree with that. I also agree. I've also have had, have had those feelings. But another thing that I like to think about, thinking about this topic, is like maybe it's just because like the both of us don't really have such a strong presence of like men in our lives. Like, But it's like I've always felt like, you know, like the mother is the image, you know? Like maybe it's, you know... It, it could all go back to my like crazy astrology chart but mm-hmm. to me it was never like like anytime i've ever had a man in a position of authority like i've never i've just been like you mean nothing like it's about the woman like i've always felt like you know even though like i have like you know been around like my dad's family and stuff and been exposed to them like 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 i don't speak spanish still like just like you and it's like i just feel like i'm just like yo like even if i was able to speak spanish like I just don't think that, like, like, you know, like, 
I just don't think that I would connect with those people with those in that people, way. Yeah. You know, and it's like I just feel like I've always felt safer with my mother. Like I've always just felt safer around my mother's family. Like just like just not safe, but mm-hmm. secure. Mm-hmm. Like and I've always felt like okay, this is my family. You know, mm-hmm. you know. You ever? I guess you kind of feel that way. You can get it. I. It's like I. I also feel like throughout this um, experience in life that whether we chose or we're experiencing or however it came about is there's like a superpower in not being included because there's a certain strength and resilience that you get when you are not for real like there's that you get when you're not included or accepted because you don't feel comfortable anywhere yeah so you, you have to find yeah. even if you were accepted the the initial rejection would still make you feel uncomfortable exactly and it's like and and you get to like see people also for who they are like really em- embodiment not to villainize people more just like embodiments of their trauma because mm-hmm. um, everybody wants to be included in something mm-hmm. you know and where you get to like really like what if we were what if we were accepted with open arms into all of these different things like that is a, that does a lot more um comfort you know if, if nothing grows in comfort yeah so it's true. like the amount of like learning and understanding it's also like the bridge of of being able to communicate i feel like also as a mixed person as a half breed i have been able to go into spaces and be an advocate for both ends and being like this voice of reason for both well here if you don't understand a person here here if you don't understand a person here and i just feel like there's a certain role that we play like as um connectors mm-hmm. you know in so these feel, different worlds you feel like you missed out on an experience from that knowing spanish like as a child that i I feel like i feel like we have that because of the lack of being able to be accepted anywhere that beat through our like trauma of like being kind of like outcasted we it's actually like strengthening this superpower within us to like be this connector of other people because we are not really here we're not really here we're right on the the line so we're like oh Y'all don't know each other. You want to meet? Yeah. You know, it's like because there's these communities that are close knitted that like, for example, one of my best friends, she's Mexican. She is old, she like only grew up around Mexican people or mm-hmm. Spanish people. Mm-hmm. Um, when she goes out, like every single person is Spanish besides maybe like one person. Like there's certain places and experiences, environments that she would have not naturally been exposed to if not meeting somebody outside of her community. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah. like when you I have that one saying. friend that is like, oh, OK, boom hey, you want to come over here? You want to do this? Or like, exactly. And I feel like people, the only people that really feel comfortable in merging like communities are people who tend to be mixed because everyone else is more comfortable. Yeah. Why are you, you know, you're comfortable. Why are you going to leave somewhere when you're comfortable? Oh, everyone like me is over here. Why am I going to stay over here? Like, I don't trust over there. Over there mm. might be racist. Over there might be, like, prejudice. Over mm. there might be, you don't know, somewhere that do- not doesn't... Not even, yeah. Exactly. Just, no, you don't understand. And you're like, yo, nobody understands me, bitch. I know it's safe over there yeah. because I went there. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, and they're like... It's gonna be okay, sweetie. And they Come look at me. us like you're half me, so I, I trust you. I can trust you. you. Yeah. You yeah, know? those are great points, man. Yeah. I never really... I guess I never really thought about it that way. Yeah, it's like... A, it's because it's a lot of... Trauma it's a lot. Yeah, definitely. Ogres are like onions. And I've been... I've been sitting with that for years because like I it gives you a complex like I feel like I felt inadequate in everything I did like I wasn't enough this I wasn't enough that mm-hmm. and like 
once I started unpacking that, especially like sitting with that in different meditations or medicine circles or different time that I've like really dove deep into my mind and like dissected myself as a person and why I'm the way I am. Mm -hmm. It's like, how could we not gain complexes of just not feeling like we fit anywhere? And then I'm like, okay, but flip side perspective, mm -hmm. what is this gaining? And then I thought about it, like the resilience in me, like the, the constant, like, um, if I don't feel comfortable anywhere, then I can be comfortable everywhere. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, because then it's like, I don't have to go somewhere to get comfortable. Oh. I'm already uncomfortable yeah. everywhere I go. Yeah. <laughs> so I could get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Comfort mm -hmm. It's just what you're used to. Yeah. And it's like, just like getting into that. And I'm sure like people who have that, like, it's like a big identity crisis. Yeah. You no, know? it definitely and is. It definitely is. And it's all like, again, an onion. Yeah. It's so hard to unpack. And when you unpack it, you're looking at other things and like, and then you, you just look at it and you're like, the whole onion is shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, even no no matter which way I go, the whole onion is shit. Yeah. It's like, it, it's, it's, it's. So you gotta cry about it. You gotta cry about it. You gotta, it. Cry you gotta when cut, you cut the onion. The onion. <laughs> cut the onion open and cry. And also look too. Like, there's people, like, anybody that's saying you're like this, like, they might have, like, you know, whatever they're experiencing too. Like, I know, I know, especially when it comes to, like, addressing racism, right? Yeah. Especially more towards, like, white people. When I've addressed, different racial topics, whether it's with black people or Hispanic people, whatever I'm having a conversation with the white person mm -hmm. on. A lot, like, especially throughout the past year, especially with the movements of Black Lives Matter and other things when it's like, all right, bro, like, you're, like, your view right now is, like, really jaded and, like, mm -hmm. here, let's, like, break this down on how it is because you literally haven't been, so once again, like, haven't been exposed. They yeah. were comfortable just with like Italian group people growing up on Staten Island. Your yeah. majority of people, like or seemingly majority of people on Staten Island, you're comfortable in that bubble. You are not exposed to the prejudice and experiences outside of that mm -hmm. when you are a person that's mixed and you have seen yeah. all of it and you may it. even been move. experienced yeah. by it. You can then express it to them where they don't feel like, yo, you're so foreign to me. Yeah. Like, I can't hear you. Word. And I feel like that's like a big stepping stool and, and superpower, which can also come with a little kickback. Because I know a lot of times I've expressed to my white friends, like, trying to break down, like, yo, you're being racist. Like, and, like, it's yeah. not cool and you need to address it. Yeah. And, like, but doing it in a very grounded manner, mm -hmm. getting, like, whitewashed. Like, oh, but you're, like, white too. And, like, yeah, but oh, the, but you're the not thing even. About, the thing about white is that like like white people want white people to be white they mm -hmm. want purity that's what mm -hmm. they want so people like purity. us pure literally mm -hmm. purity mm -hmm. well people like us if if like we're not white to them bro yeah. like we we literally are no not. we're white to them when it's beneficial when it's, when it's convenient when, when it's we're like trying how can when you? we're trying to 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 tell them like something that they've done wrong mm -hmm. they reflected back on us be like well you're white too mm -hmm. and it's like well if we if i went down to wherever like the boonies like alabama somewhere in the middle of the street they no white person would consider me white mm -hmm. and like like if i went into a white community nobody in that would consider me white mm -hmm. not knowing me mm -hmm. you know and so it's like you can't like the the meaning of white is purity like mm -hmm. like they don't want us and that's yeah. it you know and it's that's like, how i you know feel about no, the term white you absolutely. know that's how i've come to terms with it it's where it's like you know i've experienced so many times people telling me i'm white and then i go into a white community and i'm like and they're I'm like, not you're, not, yeah, you're, they're dirty. Like, Yo, you're, not, you're dirty, you're, you're yeah. hairy, mm -hmm. and you stink. Please mm -hmm. get out of here. And I'm like, first of all, all of you smell like bacon. Yeah. So <laughs> I got to go anyway. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> None of you have showered in three days. 
<laughs> it's like it's just um it's 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 interesting spectrum that i feel like um is it's it's constant in it, it once again it's not feeling comfortable there's not a community the only people i feel like i ever feel wow like they get me as other mixed people because yeah. it's just we're just like oh you're not comfortable at any point yeah. of your life word oh are you itching right now <laughs> this are, are, you, are you constantly <laughs> itching are you trying to get out of your skin it's it could yeah because it and and that's it's so true it's so 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 true so it's like you know, and I strongly recommend and like, encourage anybody who's listening who is mixed or who does resonate with what we're saying. And, like, don't let that be discouraging for you to stop your point. Because, like, I, like friendships, I literally, I've ended friendships multiple times, especially throughout the past two years, especially on the topic of racism, especially on, like, even with family members. Mm -hmm. and, and it hurts. Because it's, it's like, how can you be so, so ignorant, ignorant to and so, so many things? And yeah, and so disgusting. And how can you not see what's in front of your face? But then once again, and that's where it comes, our superpower yeah. is like, because we are not in these close-knitted communities where, you know, you're being blinded and shut off yeah. to other things, we see it. Yeah. Who knows if we weren't, say, if we're like full something, you, you, you don't know because there's plenty of Spanish people too also that have prejudice and like, there's so many different things. And like and and so many everybody is to everybody. Really, reality yeah. is, and there's certain people that suffer more greatly and have suffered more Absolutely. greatly, and that do need more like reparations and attention to be mindful of. And um, it's just it's it's a uh, it's a topic that's uh, can be uncomfortable for people, but something that needs to be had and to be understood, especially anyone who has been struggling with that in their life and needs to hear or be validated in the fact that, yo, you're not alone. This shit is real and it's and it's weird. It's a weird spectrum, but it's also like super cool and is such a super I wouldn't I wouldn't choose to be anything. I can honestly say that now. I wouldn't choose to be anything else because of yeah. what it's molded me to be now. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I, I agree like uh you know, when you're younger and you face a lot of identity struggles, it's like I guess it's you become more like aware of your identity like a lot sooner in your age so mm -hmm. it's like you're not you're not like say like in the, you know an older person like trying to find trying yourself, to find yourself yep. where mm -hmm. it's like like would you know people like us or like any mixed person like where we were dead ass forced to find ourselves you were forced to choose mm -hmm. a team and mm -hmm. you had to like, and then you you were forced to choose a team that and nobody wanted and you nobody on either wanted of. You on, you're the last <laughs> you're person the last getting picked to, on the kickball yeah, team, like, you're, and you're, you're just the standing there like, they're like, damn, <laughs> but I'm one. really good at kickball. <laughs> For real, they're like, we don't care. Your uniform's ugly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> no, for real, like it's that's that's a really yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, you know, again, it's an onion, and you know, everyone packs it in their own time. Like yeah. again, like you know, you don't have to, you know, as a mixed person, you don't have to go through some sort of identity crisis very young in your life. But it's just you're just more aware of, uh, you know, uh, what what you are, you know, because yeah. you are always asked, yeah, <laughs> literally mm -hmm. all, all the time. If they can't look at you and tell what you are, that's mm -hmm. the first question out of their mouth. It's mm -hmm. like, what's your name? What are you? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> why does that matter? <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to identify me? <laughs> well, people like to, um, people feel more comfortable yeah, with but it, things yeah. that they think that they understand. I, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I feel like when it's like a stranger, I'll be like, well, what's it? Like, you can tell when someone's like, wh where their motive is. If you're like talking to them and you're getting to know them and you're excited to like learn more about them, it's a different energy than like, hi, what are you? Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. Yeah, and people always guess mixed people wrong. I've gotten Egyptian, like, my whole life. Bro, people used to think I was, like, Filipino. 
like in high school, they'd be like, are you Filipino? And I'd be like, mm, wrong island. <laughs> wrong island. <laughs> yeah. So for all the anime lovers and the half-breeds out here, like, just know you're not alone. We're out here doing life. Yeah. Just, the best just way gotta we know exist. How. You got to float in the ether. Mm-hmm. Always. And looking at our, you know, our development and the way we were born and who we are, like, is perfectly designed for what we're meant to do and the people we're supposed to connect with. Absolutely. Because without that, then it would be much more difficult to, you know, connect and be the bridge and the binder to so many places and spaces without you and your courage, you know. So speak up, speak from your heart, write down whatever it is that you feel when you feel it and know that your word can impact a lot more people than you may even think. And... It can impact yourself too, you yeah. know, and just like in that development. So keep speaking up and doing your thing. And yeah, so mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to touch base on before uh, we get out? Th- uh, thank you for having me on of the podcast. Course. I was so excited to be here. Of course. Thank you, you so know, much for I being hope here. I hope uh, I put on a good show. <laughs> <laughs> you did and with just simply being you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it was a great time, you know, good experience. I like this. Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> I had a feeling you would. I know, like, Ari being the ethers, y'all don't even get access to her. She don't have no social <laughs> media, so I can't even tell you, like, oh, father. Yeah, like, you got to come find me. Yeah, <laughs> you got to come find <laughs> her. That's find me it. in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, I felt called to bring these two things. So the life purpose deck and um, peace of mind, which is the book that I like to read from. So it's like a little meditation for each one. And today is September 1st, so I thought, let's get into it, you know? Let's see. And it's funny because, like, uh, without further ado, I'll just get into it. <laughs> September 1st. The human organism has only so much energy as at its disposal. If you divert a great deal of it into any one channel, plan it to be physically and mentally bankrupt. Lisa Alther. In nature, there is a pattern of high-energy activity followed by dormancy, or a period of low energy. During the time of high energy, bees gather pollen, hawks hunt for food, trees burst with color. During the ebb, the grass and the flower grows slow, animals hibernate. It's the rhythm that that allows for new life and renewed energy after periods of sleep and rest. You too have periods during the day where your energy levels are at its highest, Perhaps someone who rises at daylight goes for a run, who accomplishes much in the afternoon, or who is a night owl. You also have periods during the day where your energy flow is low, where you may be a late sleeper, crave an afternoon nap, crawl into bed soon after dinner, or identify your prime times and your down times. Identifying your prime times and your downtimes can help you tackle the most demanding activities when you're mentally and physically most capable and least stressed. Note the time of day when you accomplish the most and when your attitude is the most positive and relaxed. Then strive to work with your prime downtimes. Today, I'll tackle the projects that need mental concentration and physical energy during my prime times and save routine or low-demanded tasks for my downtimes. That's the affirmation. That's really interesting because like, this is something that's been coming up a lot this week has been like uh, this week, last week has been like, oh, like time schedules and like, am I sleeping? Like for me, I like I, I'm, I'm a night owl. Like I'll be my 
most prime time is night. Like, and it's late night too. It's not even like early night. It's like late night is my time. Oh, and like the exact opposite. Catch me awake at four thirty in the morning. Catch me awake at four thirty in the morning, but just on no sleep. Word, mm-hmm. word. I'd be like, bing, waking up, staring at my cat. He's staring back at me. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm hungry. I said, I know. <laughs> I know you always I are. <laughs> You're so tiny. How could you not be hungry? <laughs> But time is that is, is not the time to be eating. <laughs> my I'm cats always, anytime. Yeah, because I only feed my cats wet food like once a day. They have mm-hmm. like dry food that they pick on because I have two cats, so mm-hmm. um, I only feed them wet food once a day. But they be wanting to eat mad early, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, you know, if you eat at five o'clock in the morning, you're not gonna eat wet food at five o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I was like, can't you just eat lunch? That's, you the, eat that's their manipulation. Lunch? They're like, she'll, she'll forget. She'll forget. Yeah, she'll do it. She'll give us two. This mine right here. Shop. Mm-hmm. These cats can't fool me. I I'm sure them. they do the best. I raise them. They mm-hmm. think they can fool me. It's like mm-hmm. trying to fool your mother. This is literally how I feel every time the boys try to fool me. I'm like, do you want to understand? Just you wait when they start uh, tag teaming. They They've start. been. They've Already? been. They've been for a while now. Mm-hmm. Once the once Eden Sneaky fully accepted sne- yeah, Kaiba. He was like, bro, we feel like we that's gonna take it all. We're going to get everything. They break into things. Didn't you say they broke they, into your cabinet? They broke into cabinets. Like, Eden... Like Kaiba does it all, and so Eden cute. is the is the lookout. Eden's like, yo, you drop that shit, I'm gonna eat it, but I ain't gonna get involved. Or right. he'll like go over, he'll just like he'll support him. I seen Kaiba literally climb on top of Eden to get to something. Oh my! Like he like God. boosted him up. I'm like, y'all are out of control. Honestly, like, this is absurd. Oh. For y'all that are listening Kaiba's that don't so know my my so cats, boy. like Kaiba is the baby. He's seven months old, and then Eden is six years old. And they're absolute chaos, but I love them so much. They're so um, good together. They're so funny. They yeah. just like they just fight all day and lick each other and clean each other all day. Do and you find sleep. that uh, getting Kaiba kind of restored some use back into yes, Eden? You for did? sure. Yeah, because I I for always sure. say that to a lot of people. I feel like yes and 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 it, like yes, well, it restored. He's an old man cat, so you know he's gonna get upset sometimes. He's like eh, it like you know? restored it, but also at the same token, I feel like he's more lax now in a, in other ways because. Eden was very active. Like He's got a lookout. Yeah, like, Eden was very active. Eden would, like, run around. He would be begging me a lot more Bro, for food. I was and, very, like, very, very surprised that Eden came up to me. And yeah, like, I feel like day. now he's more, like, he's chiller. Like, yeah, I feel like it helps with his anxiety. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. Well, he's got a little because, buddy to let him know mm-hmm. when the danger's coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every, if you have a cat, you only have one, please get two. Cats need a friend. They, they really do. They just and need just one like, friend. Two cats is way easier than one because yeah. they keep each other busy and they won't chew on your shit. Yeah, or, you know, you know, you have their in, your moments. Yeah. They're like, all right. I mean, they'll, they usually just fuck with each other once you have two of them. That's true. Unless one of them, like, Eden will be like, all right, you're annoying. I'm going. And yeah. then and then Kyber's like, word, let me just, like. My cats will argue with each other. <laughs> my big cat, Roman, uh, he will just he will just whine. Like, you would think, like, mm-hmm. my he's 25 pounds, bro. And my little, <laughs> my, my little cat, Jojo, my little cat, Jojo, is probably, like, three pounds. Like skinny little long guy, mm-hmm. uh, so Robin could he, he just pushes him down. Like they don't, you know how you see them fight. Like mm-hmm. your cats, they fight on top of each other and they mm-hmm. roll around. No, my cat just goes doof and just pushes him doof, <laughs> doof pushes him over. I'm like you're bullying your brother. Step in. He's just sunning him. Deadass. He's just sunning him. <laughs> so for anyone who's listening to this lovely cat interaction yeah. <laughs> i was getting into i felt called to pull um one of the life purpose deck uh, cards from the deck 
I when I was leaving my house today, I um I seen it, it was like yo and I was like all right. You know, yeah, so it, yeah. It's I like right now I feel like I'm getting one of those low energy times. I feel mad sleepy right now, but this Serene. is why I'm going to start doing like another podcast at night because I feel like you guys are going to get different energy you from me night too. Owls. Yeah. Yeah. The after show. The duality after show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after dark. So, for everyone who's tuning in and is open to receive a message, what is the message as needed to a builder. I've literally never pulled this card from this deck. Your innate ability to build and create brings you a deep sense of accomplishment. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I feel like I barely looked at myself this entire video. Like oh, we've just been, been straight in each other's like yeah. right here. I've also right here been giving it. you I've been giving you this, but I've just been looking at myself the whole time. Oh wow, that's I told mad you like funny. I'm You're wearing so sunglasses. I have an issue with cameras. Like I stare directly into the camera. That's it's good. really creepy. Like I can't stop. Like it just calls to me. I have to stare at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> you just you know, you know it's there, you know, so yeah. you're aware of it. Yeah, hyper aware of cameras at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Ari, for coming. I know course, it won't be the last. When me. I have the duality at night, is a, oh, a girl, little bit I will, more. I will drink a Red Bull. I haven't had Red Bull in years. <laughs> I will drink a Red Bull to come on your after show, baby. I, it's it's <laughs> gonna be a little like spicy. What we're gonna do, like certain episodes, you know, might like add certain things into it. Might potentially have like some sake. Might potentially have some oh, hey, some herb, like you know, something different. You like, know cause, I'm like, always down for a little after show. Yeah, so it's gonna be a little like you know a little bit more loose up there. Yeah, it'll like, be fun. Mm-hmm. Can open up the topics. Yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. I think it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning thank in, everybody, you. and yeah. Well, next week I won't be, or I might be tuning in from another country, but, you know, we'll we'll get into that one. We'll cross (laughs) that bridge when we get to it. But thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, have a great day.